Welcome to the Holistic Career Change Podcast, one-stop shop for everyone feeling stuck in their career and who are looking to identify, change, and succeed at their new fulfilling work. I'm your host, Vilma Seita. Let's go. Hi, lovers. How are you doing? I hope you're doing so, so well. I've been having quite, I would say, emotionally turbulent past few weeks. Nothing overly traumatic or disturbing. However, it feels like things have been shook within me and I go through these phases where my insides are rearranged, realizations triggered, emotions released, a bit of this internal organization. (laughs) No other way to explain it. I remember myself years ago when I used to resist these periods of time, throw myself into work and hope that it would just pass by quickly. The result, however, used to be quite the opposite because it seemed like the more I resisted to feel out what was coming up, the less productive and the more frustrated I would feel. Having said that, things have shifted for me and the place where I'm at right now looks very much different. I allow the emotional waves to come and go. I will sit with them. I will honor them, shine my attention on them. And by doing so, I also make it easier to release them, to extract the learning and graduate, so to speak. A bit like what I've shared in the previous episode about resistance, there's that moment of pause where you can actually decide to feel the resistance, feel the urge to either postpone or reschedule, and still, in spite of this inner resistance, continue with doing whatever task you were attending to exactly as planned. Same with emotional compassion um, that we can show towards ourselves and the roller coasters that we all go through. No one is immune to them. On the contrary to what it may sometimes feel like, in spite of how much healing we've done, how well off we are, how perfect our lives may look like, we all go through the same 50-50 of life. That is around 50% of the time we will be living in healing and pain and trigger or just dealing with unpleasant emotions. The difference between those who seem to progress and those who feel stuck is how we handle those 50% of unpleasant emotions. That's, That's it really. That's all there is to it. A phrase you've probably heard me say many times already is, if there is nothing you'll be unwilling to feel, there will be nothing you will be unwilling to do. When you really strip it down to the very basics, all you are afraid of is a feeling. A feeling of inadequacy or failure, a feeling of not enoughness. It's a feeling. A feeling cannot kill you. (laughs) Especially if you willingly invite it in. All you'll have to do is feel all of the unpleasant feelings to unlock your true potential, which I bet you have only scratched the surface off. And before you say anything, I know it's a little counterintuitive to sit with an unpleasant emotion. Shouldn't we try to be positive? Sure. We do have a choice to shift perspective. That is always available for us. But refusing to acknowledge and accept those lower quality emotions, those 
less sexy emotions is giving ourselves conditional love. It's like essentially us telling ourselves that we only like and approve of ourselves when we are happy, when we're productive, healthy, and abundant. When we're not there, we're not worthy of love. That is the subliminal message we're sending ourselves. Imagine saying that to a child. I can't love you today because you're angry and moody. (laughs) I prefer you when you're happy and agreeable, okay? So I'm just gonna go ahead and ignore you until you're nice and happy again. You would never do that. You would never say that to a child who was angry and who was hurting. If anything, we would probably offer them some extra TLC. Because we know that if a child is angry, there's often some sort of unprocessed emotion that he or she does not have the words to express yet or the tools to process it. So they throw a tantrum. However, when we ourselves go through tougher periods of time, We do indulge in those moments of self-loathing, of judgment, of unacceptance, of shaming. We do to ourselves and what unconscious parents do to their children, essentially. That just adds to our inner division and continues to exacerbate the trauma we have likely experienced as children. By the way, I've mentioned this before, but I feel like I need to repeat it. We don't have to have major traumatic events to have happened in our life to be dealing with the residual consequences. It could have been a matter of a harsher word or maybe an unapproving look that was thrown our way when we were little, which we may have internalized and have accepted as our core truth. And to our surprise, still to this day, we operate under that truth. As per usual, long intro. (laughs) I just wanted to share what I'm going through because the more I open up to the emotions and interestingly enough, the more my life expands and the more space is made for not only emotional grounding, but also for physical results, for manifestation, for the new projects coming in and even the results of my clients expanding. So as we heal ourselves, as we go through these emotional waves, it also makes quantum ripples around us. It's all connected. And why am I talking about flowing with emotions in a career change podcast, you may ask? Because it's all very closely related. Going through a career change will trigger a lot of emotional content and we have to be equipped to deal with it. As the old tools... For instance, the tool of, let me ignore it long enough till it passes away, (laughs) will likely work here. One of the first emotional responses um, to career change when people are at the crossroads will most likely be fear. Fear in all kinds of different flavors and colors and wearing different clothes and different masks. One of the main fears, however, that I hear almost on a daily basis from career shifters is their financial fears. I've branded those the gatekeeper fears. These are seemingly rational arguments your brain will serve you in an attempt to talk you out of changing anything about your life. Because change is deemed unfamiliar. Unfamiliar is unsafe. And your brain's main task is simply to keep you safe. So while these rational fears, like not wanting 
to deal with a pay cut are in fact valid and should absolutely be considered, they're usually just masking much deeper core wounds and limiting beliefs. Whenever we start toying with an idea of switching careers, I'd say the first reaction is our mind getting really loud and really dramatic for the reasons that I just explained. And when I say dramatic, I'm talking like Oscar-worthy performances. Like, if you fail with your switch, you will literally go homeless and you will have to live in a box in the street. That's it. If you make this move and fail, your life is over as you know it. All of your life experiences, your education, your skill set is nullified, deleted, and you are begging for change in the streets. That's what your brain will tell you when you really start unpacking and exploring what it is actually that you are fearful of. And this may sound over the top, but I challenge you to really explore your fears. And this may not be so, you know, necessarily clear or vocal and conscious, but if you start digging deeper, you might find that that fear is also what has been keeping you stuck. That fear of going back to square one financially, moving back in with your parents, borrowing money from your friends, selling a kidney or whatever it is that your brain is telling you that is not allowed for you to do. Okay, I want you to notice there's a very important pattern here. A lot of these fears are unfounded and unrealistic, like completely, but they're so loud, they're like so strong that they just carry us away and they do not even allow us to fully ground into considering a potential career change. Walk with me through this example. Say you have been working in sales in all kinds of different organizations, you have education and business, you have some years of experience, yet you are finding that this work just does not fulfill you anymore. You find yourself dreading going to work, you procrastinate with completing your tasks or making all your phone calls, you spend a lot of time aimlessly scrolling on your phone or going through random articles, and most of it just feels extremely mind-numbing. And when you have started, you might have been ambitious and motivated, but now you just find yourself lacking, barely skating through, which might not even be your character. And maybe your lackluster performance have even been picked up by your supervisors. Yet sometimes you just find like you almost wish you would get fired, hoping that this might give you a good kick in the butt and light the fire up your ass to actually do something about your career. Sound familiar? It doesn't matter what industry or role you're into. When you're feeling a similar feeling of unfulfillment, it's obvious that it's time to change something up. However, when you truly force yourself to consider your options and perhaps there are these moments where you allow yourself to dream, you often find yourself that these dreams are shut down by one terrifying thought. What if you switching careers... Even it it would be towards a more fulfilling path will mean that you will have to go back to lower income or cut down on your spending habits that you might grown fond of or maybe live a duller, more quiet life until you reach to the same or higher salary level. But what if you'll never even reach it? What if you'll never be able to get to the level that you're where you're at at the current career even if you don't enjoy it? My first response is always, you're absolutely right to think these thoughts. You considering 
all of this means that you're being responsible, you're being realistic, and you are taking into account many aspects of a potential career switch. These fears are valid, 100%. However, and there's a point, there's a pin I'd like to put in here that I'd like you to really, really be aware of. While they may be valid, it does not make them 100% true. Nor does it have to be your reality. It can be, but it doesn't have to. Because you are clearly taking your time to think things through, strategize, and prepare. In my native language, we have this saying, you need to start preparing your winter skis in summer, and you need to start working on preparing your wheels or summer tires in winter. That is prep in advance. And that is exactly what you're doing right now. So I hope you can take a moment to recognize and then ground yourself into this knowing. You are taking all the precautions and you're being smart about this. Secondly, from my experience, I can also tell you, salary cuts can happen. However, they mostly happen on two occasions. First occasion is when switchers don't have enough patience. Or second option and circumstances when there is no solid strategy to perform the gradual switch. If you take the time to firstly get really clear on who you are, so you could understand what you want, and then work on detailing how you will get there, you don't have to worry about any pay cuts at all. If anything, you may even increase your income during the transition phase. How about that for a thought? During my career switch, I doubled my income. I only left my corporate 95 when I practice was bringing more money than I had ever received before in my corporate world. I actually very much enjoyed this transition period. That transition period for me was fun. I finally felt like I was taking back control of my life. And I had my bank account to show for it. Now, was it easy? Of course not. It did require focus and devotion and clear direction and a very good relationship with time management. (laughs) Not going to sugarcoat it, okay? I had to revamp all of that. However, it was possible for me. And if it is possible for me, it is 100% possible for you too. When we engineer career change for my clients, we always take this into account and based on their specific circumstances, their financial needs and wants, we design a transition plan to account for all of it. So I really like you to ease into this knowing that there are many out-of-the-box, creative, smart ways to transition towards your career of meaning without moving back in with your parents or getting a job at Starbucks as you transition. <laughs> That's something one of my clients recently told me, which you know gave us a good old laugh. She was like, I just really don't want to work at Starbucks. <laughs> so there's one thought I'd like you to remember is that changing career does not have to mean taking on financial risks at all. If anything, when you truly think about it, staying in a career that you're bored with might actually be riskier than pursuing that which lights your soul on fire. Your seemingly safe, comfort zone career in, say, big structure may not be as safe as you thought it is. 
And that is something we definitely saw happening in recent pandemic times. If you are demotivated at your current job and you can't find it in yourself to strive and to advance, you will probably just be showing up and giving an average performance, maybe sometimes even below par performance, doing the bare minimum just to stay afloat, which will eventually be noticed and probably flagged and might even lead to many uncomfortable conversations with your boss and probably no bonuses and no raises. And this is probably not where the story ends. If this job is truly not for you and you are at your wit's end, you may even be asked to leave. Now that's financially risky. Staying in a career that you are not passionate and hopeful about, that you don't believe in, is much more financially risky than taking on a challenge of changing careers. Your worst case scenario is staying where you're at right now. You are already living your worst case scenario. So why not commit to trying something different? You know that good old saying, at the end of the day, we will always regret the things we didn't do, not the things we actually did, and not the things we tried and experienced. Chances are you won't have to start at a junior role. I would say, from my experience and the research that I've done over the years, because I'm obsessed with this topic, 60-90% to of your skill set is transferable. The rest you will learn because you will be finally, at last, eager to learn about a profession or a business or a career that will feel like an extension of who you already are. You will feel endlessly interested in learning and growing and becoming better. Which in turn will mean that you will also reap financial rewards because those who excel at any field always do. And that's what it feels like when you're walking your path. I promise you, you're much more resourceful, much more creative, and much more determined than you're allowing yourself to believe. If a different life is calling you, even if you don't have the full clarity what it could be yet, there's a reason for it. And it's your job to answer it. Put on your resourcefulness hat and try a million ways and then some to get there. The only question then remains not if you'll succeed. The only question then is when you'll succeed. I'd like to invite you to do a little exercise. That's my giveaway present for you. (laughs) I know, I know. We all have our drama related to homework. But hey, work with me. I call these type of exercises that I'm going to give you breaking your brain. I invite you to sit down and write down 20 compelling, believable ways in which you could orchestrate your career change process to be financially rewarding for you. I'll say it again. I want you to think of 20 compelling, believable, creative ways in which not only would you not lose the current level of your salary, but you may even increase your income. An example could be the example that I gave you, which was starting, you know, my practice while I was still at my nine to five. And I know this will be challenging 
because some of you have many unquestioned beliefs when it comes to the level of income that you can earn. But please entertain this. Allow yourself to see just how creative and resourceful you actually are. I have a feeling you might have forgotten just how fabulous you are. Remember, you always have that choice to try at any point in your life. In spite of your age, in spite of your circumstances, in spite of your gender, in spite of the color of your skin. It's never too late and never too early. Just the right time. Please don't give up on your dreams. Wish you an amazing week ahead. Take care. Thank you for spending time with me today. If you'd like to receive additional personalized guidance and be taken through a fail-proof process from the romantic blue sky thinking to the actual specific career and business idea, together with a transition plan to make it a reality, make sure you schedule a consultation call with me. We will review your current situation and discuss how we can set you up to get from where you are to where you need to be in order to be able to live your life at the fullest expression. I invite you to become a shining example of what's possible.